This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 184. Hi, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips gives you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. Well, hey, everybody, as I'm recording this episode, it's March 13th, 2020, and things in the world are disconcerting, to put it mildly. So because this is having a big impact, not just on our lives, but on our tennis lives, I'm doing a super quick podcast episode here about COVID-19, otherwise known as the coronavirus. And you'll notice there's no music In this podcast episode, there's none of the other fancy stuff I usually do. I probably won't be doing a lot of editing, just so you know. That's why it sounds the way it sounds. I just wanted to put this together quickly for you because I think this is an important topic for all of us to think about. So anyways, I decided I wanted to record this episode for a couple of reasons. I really wanted to do it in light of the recent announcement by the World Health Organization that we are now officially in the middle of a COVID-19 global pandemic. And also because we've been experiencing and continue to experience the suspension and cancellation of all kinds of events and gatherings, including many sporting events. Just yesterday, I think it was yesterday, the ATP suspended seven tournament events and the U.S. Men's Clay Court Championships, which was to have taken place here in my hometown of Houston, Texas. I'm sure the WTA will follow suit if they haven't already. But um, another reason it was important to me to record this episode is because I see a lot of confusion here in Houston in my own tennis community about how the coronavirus is impacting our lives and what is really the smart thing to be doing right now. So as I said, right now, things are pretty uncertain. I'm actually recording this in Salt Lake City, Utah. I just flew in yesterday for an important family event. And believe me, my husband and I seriously considered canceling this trip and may look back on this and question why we thought it was a good idea to get on a plane right now. But we decided to go forward because we're trying to operate from a place of logic and science and not from a place of sensationalism and craziness and overreaction. So I guess we'll see how things play out in the next few weeks. Anyway, I want to talk about tennis here, keeping that in mind, and specifically recreational tennis, the kind of tennis that you and I play, and what kind of precautions you and I can be taking right now if we are going to be playing tennis in the very near future. Again, as I sit here and record this, two of the really big ladies leagues in Houston have announced that league play will be moving forward at this time and the remainder of the season is not canceled. That's at this time, and I'm sure that could change tomorrow or tonight or even in the next 10 minutes. 
But for now, at this moment, league tennis is still be playing in is still being played in Houston. And for me, I'm happy to keep playing tennis. It's my fun time, and I hope I am going to get to keep playing tennis for a good long while. Having said that, the threat of coronavirus is quite serious, and we all need to do what we can do to prevent the spread and flatten the curve, so to speak. And if that means not playing tennis for a while, then that's what I'll do. But for now, I'm still playing. And while I'm not a doctor, and nothing I say here should be taken as medical advice, I do have a few safety precautions I'm observing to hopefully keep myself and those around me healthy. And I wanna let you know what I'm doing So you can think about what you might do if you're still able to get out and play some tennis. Again, this is not medical advice, just some common sense tips from one tennis player to another. So here they are, six tips or precautionary health measures that you and I can take on the tennis court to better protect our health and the health of others. Number one, observe all health and safety rules. First, please observe all warnings, rules, policies, etc. put out by your government, your city, your state, and your nation, as well as policies that are being adopted by your club, your facility, or any other venue or organization that is giving you information about what you can and can't do to remain safe. If you're anything like me, you are being inundated with information right now. It's all coming at you about what is and isn't permissible. And these things are changing seemingly minute by minute. Please observe these warnings, rules, and policies to keep yourself and others healthy. And if anything I say here conflicts with what someone with some authority is telling you, use your common sense and do what you are required or advised to do. Number two, avoid physical contact with others. Tennis is a sport where not a lot of physical contact with players really happens or has to happen. This is different from, say, basketball, which is definitely more of a contact sport and explains why the remainder of the NBA season was canceled. But having said that, there can be some physical contact in tennis, so avoid that as much as you can. Avoid shaking hands at the end of a match. Avoid fist bumping or hugging or any other type of touching. Avoid sharing items with other players, like food or drinks. And when I talk about not sharing other items, I know you're not going to drink from someone else's cup. But don't eat from a common plate or bowl of food. Don't use someone else's towel. Maybe don't borrow someone's sunscreen or rosin bag or grip gel. Sometimes we do these things, we touch these things without even thinking. So this is a time to be conscious of little things like that. Number three, wash your hands and use hand sanitizer frequently. 
Everyone is saying that, and I'm sure most of you are already doing that, and you've probably been out on the hunt for hand sanitizer just like I have. But here's something I've been giving some thought. If a virus can survive on a doorknob, can't it survive on a tennis ball? A tennis ball that is in close contact with our bodies and our sweat? For now, I'm okay with touching tennis balls that are being used by myself and other players during a match, but I will avoid touching my face or my mouth during matches, and I'll certainly be using hand sanitizer frequently, maybe on every changeover. I'll also be sure to wash my hands thoroughly both before and after my matches, and I recommend you do the same. Number four, bring your own snacks and drinks. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, then you already know I am a big advocate of bringing your own snacks and drinks to court. Sometimes the snacks just aren't what you need or want to eat during your matches. Sometimes the drinks are also not appropriate. So I always bring my own stuff and think you should too. But especially during this time, it's a great idea to just bring your own stuff and eat and drink your own stuff. That way you know exactly what you're getting and exactly who has handled it. And I would probably, I'm thinking for me, I am only going to be eating and drinking things in sealed packages so there's no chance of contamination. Number five, practice social distancing. I am really impressed that this phrase has become so popular so quickly. And at least for me, I didn't even know this phrase existed in everyday language up until the last few weeks. On the tennis court, we already kind of practice social distancing. You don't normally touch anyone when you're playing out a point. If anything, during a doubles match, for example, you usually want to make sure you're covering as much of the court as possible so you're not typically standing really close to your partner. So social distancing may actually help you play better doubles by increasing the amount of court area that you're covering. But when you're talking to your partner, be sure and maintain a little distance. Maybe cover your mouth as you're strategizing. This is a good idea just to keep your opponents from figuring out what you're talking about. Again, avoid handshaking or fist bumping or hugging during the match or after the match. And number six, use common sense. My final tip, use common sense. If you're sick, stay home. If you're coughing a lot, stay home. If you're coughing and have a fever, definitely stay home. If you have any doubt at all about your health, just stay home. And if you're in one of the groups that this virus can hit particularly hard, I would also recommend that you consider not playing for at least the next few weeks. So if you're in an older age group, if you're immunocompromised, if you're sick with something else that may have weakened your system, this is probably not the time to be out on the tennis courts. Again, use your own common sense and stay home if you have any doubts. Okay, all this means that you might have to forfeit some matches. And while you may have to forfeit a match or two because you don't feel well, 
or you don't want to be exposed to others who may be sick, or you want to exercise caution, or your kids are just home from school because school's canceled and you need to be with your children, it is certainly much better to forfeit your match than to risk your health and or the health of others. So those are my coronavirus and health precautions for tennis players at this time. Again, I'm not a doctor and this is not intended to be medical advice. This is just me telling you what I think and trying to be a reasonable person. And what I'm doing, these are the things I'm doing right now to try and stay healthy when I do play tennis. This might all change in the next few days or even the next few hours, but I don't want to panic and I don't want to miss out on any tennis if it's not unreasonable to be playing. Those are my thoughts. If you want to tell me your thoughts, I'd love to hear them. You can comment on this post by visiting the show notes, which will be over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips184, or you can email me at kim at tennisfixation.com. Thanks so much for listening. I do appreciate this wonderful tennis community that we're all a part of. Please stay safe and healthy. And of course, as always, happy tennis.